Hey everyone, it's Mac, and welcome back to Master of a Few, the podcast where the curious mind meets too much time. Hey everyone, my name is Mac, and welcome to Master of a Few, the podcast where the curious mind meets too much time. Hey everyone, it's Mac, and welcome back to Master of a Few, the podcast where the curious mind meets too much time. Hey everyone, it's Mac, and welcome back to Master of a Few, the podcast where the curious mind meets too much time. Hey everyone, it's Mac, and welcome back to Master of a Few, the podcast where the curious mind meets too much time. How are we all doing today? Good? Great? Brilliant. I'm having a fantastic day. I hope you are too. Um, it's not because it's the Super Bowl, because to be honest, I really don't care about the Super Bowl, but it's because I have had a fantastic weekend, and today has just been a good day so far. So today's topic is going to be the concept of contentment, because I feel like um, contentment gets underplayed or um, not as valued as it should be. So I want to talk about contentment today, because if you were to ask me to describe how I'm feeling right now, the answer is solidly content. Um, And so I want to talk about that. So ordinarily when people ask you like how are you doing today you come up with you you do one of two things you either give them a generic answer that's like not a lie but probably not the whole truth either like i'm good i'm fine i'm all right i'm hanging in there things like can't complain whatever all of those trite statements that we use to answer that question how are you and for the most part very few people mean it when they pick one of those. They pick one and they go with it and they hope it works. Like me, I usually respond with, I'm alright, how are you? That's usually my response. Um, and I mean, it's it's not a lie. I'm generally alright. Um, but it's not like a good explanation. But then there are some days when like I respond, I'm alright. Or sometimes, I'm brilliant. How are you? And like that is different. So you either give like a generic answer or you decide to be honest and you say, I'm having a hard day or I'm not doing great or I'm hanging in there, which has a very specific connotation. And in grad school, we use that one a lot. Um, Things like that. So you have to sort of choose like which one are you going to use and why and how and how much are you going to mean it and are you going to tell the truth or not? Um, And that can be tricky, but... Sometimes, you know, you you have those days where you wake up and either you have things to do that day or you don't have things to do, but you wake up and you open your eyes and you feel awake. And you get out of bed and you get ready for the day. And in my case, this usually happens on Sundays. I get up and I go to church with my friends. And you go to church and it's just good and the sermon actually is is good that day and you don't know all the songs they sing but the songs they that you do know you love them so that's good and then you walk back with your friends you hold your girlfriend's hand you drop her back off at home you get a haircut because haircuts are sacred and beautiful and wonderful things then you come home and you have lunch and then you do homework <laughs> And those are all little mundane things that are not with the exception of the haircut because that's sacred and beautiful and my favorite thing in the whole world. But all of those things are not in and of themselves exciting, thrilling, amazing things, but it's the concepts. It's the fact that I woke up feeling good, that I went to church and that makes me feel good. 
the sun is out. It's in the mid-60s. I love this weather. I got to just stand out on my right outside my apartment and just stand in the sun for a few minutes just to take it in. Tried to do some homework outside, but couldn't focus because it was too beautiful. Things like that. And it's that feeling that if someone were to ask, so how are you doing? My answer would be, I'm fantastic. Not because anything super exciting is happening in my life, but because I am content. And I think contentment doesn't get enough attention. Because we're all waiting for the next bad thing to happen, or we're all looking forward to this good thing we hope happens. And in the meantime, we miss all of the beautiful moments of just... Things are good sometimes. They're not always good. A lot of times they're not. Life can be hard. But sometimes they are just good, and you just get to sit in that and enjoy the good. And I think that we all don't take enough time for that. So I think it's been a while since I've been a good Baptist and pulled out some verses from the Bible to talk about what I want to talk about. So today we're going to do that because I'm talking about contentment. And so there are a bunch of verses in the Bible that talk about contentment. It happens a lot, and most of them, frankly, are from uh, Paul. Which is really interesting to me, given like how we know all of the mess that Paul went through. And so I love the fact that Paul is talking about contentment. And that's great. So the first one we're going to talk about is Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Um, here it is. And yes, I'm reading in the KJV because I like how it sounds, so... Sorry if you don't if you're not a fan, but I love it. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And this is talking about how um he is in prison, and he is thanking the the Philippians for taking care of him, and saying that how they really, really wanted to take care of him, but they couldn't, um, and he's saying, it's alright, I'm content. And I think that that's beautiful. Um, the next one is 1 Timothy uh, 6, 6 through 12. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us therewith be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of evil, which some, which while some covet after, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many arrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So in this one, these are the pastoral epistles, and in this one, um, it's again warning about the love of money, which you find throughout the New Testament is this warning against the love of money, but it comes back to that idea of being content. There's great gain in being content, which I'm a big fan of. This one coming up um, is my my favorite one, actually. Um, 2 Corinthians 
12. I can mostly quote this one, but I want to read it. 12, 9 through 10. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. This one doesn't really have the word content in there, but what essentially this is, is this is when Paul had that thorn in the flesh, so we don't know what it is, and God and he asks God to take it away three times, and God doesn't respond. Or God doesn't say, sure, I'll take it away. God's response is, my grace is sufficient for thee. And I love that one. Um, there are more, but these are the ones that I wanted to talk about the most, and not really the Timothy one, more this one. This is the one I like, because sometimes... Um, sometimes we think that in order to be content, everything has to be good, and if everything's not good, then you can't be content, but that's not the case, because, like, right now, the sun is out, I have homework to do, I'm a happy camper, but, you know, there are still things that are a mess in my life. There is still, um, the fact that I'm a broke grad student, and money will always be a concern for me. There is the fact that um, my family is still a mess, and that sucks. There are lots of things that I could choose to get. There's a lot of pre preparation I need to do for classes and papers and tests and whatnot. But you know what? I'm still content. Because at the end of the day, I have everything I need. I'll, not to quote a country song, but I've got everything I need and nothing that I don't. And that's not entirely true. I've got lots of things that I don't need. But I particularly have everything that I need. I'm taken care of. I'm loved. I'm cared for. And even with the hard stuff going on at the same time, I know, I know where I stand. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The ability to be content. And I feel like more people need to take a minute and just be content. And it sounds, and I would say that it's, sounds easier than it is, but if you take a minute and write down and talk about all of the good things that are going on right now, all the things that they don't need to be like astronomically good things, but just little things. Like, it's the perfect temperature today. The sun is out. I'm holding a cup of tea in a brand new mug that I just got to buy the other day, yesterday. Like, that's so good. That's so, so good. I have an amazing chosen family that loves me so much. I have a fantastic little sister who I love so much. It's, it's a good life. It's not a perfect life, but it's a good life. And if you just take a minute and talk about the things that are good, then you'll find out that you really can be content. No existential dread here. And that's a really nice feeling. <laughs> So on that note, this week's going to be a bit shorter because, like I said, I'm very content, but I also have a lot of homework, so that's what I'm going to do now. But I would encourage you to take a few minutes this week and just take a breath and just let yourself be content with where you are, even for just a few minutes, and it feels great, and you feel better about the world and life. Um, yeah. So I think that's all I have for you this week. Um, I just passed up 
my uh, la, 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 five months on testosterone as of last week. What date was that? Was that Tuesday? I think that that was Tuesday. Let's look at a calendar. I'm bad at keeping track of days. Um, yeah. Tuesday of this past week was five months on T officially. So I should do my multiple intros. We'll see if I have put that at the beginning. If I put that at the beginning, then there you go. Five months on T. Um, woo. Very excited about that fact. Okay. Um, next month will be the one where you get, um, well, this month, I guess it's already February, is where you'll get the um, video on YouTube. So if you haven't seen my one through three months, I recommend you go check that out first. Um, and then stay tuned on the 28th of February for my new one. Um, anything else? Nope, I think that's it. All right. Uh, my name's Mac, and this has been Master of a Few. Have a brilliant day. Bye.